welcome to this episode. I'm super stoked to have my first guest on the podcast. And today I'm here with Rico. I did my 200-hour yoga teacher training with him. And we just decided to sit together and reflect on, yeah, the four weeks we've spent together every day doing yoga and, yeah, share how it was for us and what we learned and, yeah, how we want to move forward with it. But before we dig into the yoga teacher training, I always ask people one question before when they come in. And it is, what was the most random, inspiring thing you've seen in the last week? So, welcome to the podcast, Rico. Thanks, Alice. I'm very honored to be your first guest on the podcast and actually my first experience on a podcast. So, really excited to be here. Um, so, that first question, what was the most random, inspiring thing this over the past week? Hmm. Well, I actually attended my cousin's um, gender reveal the other the other week. Yeah, and it was the first time that our family got back together as a group uh, because of lockdown and all, and and it was just great to see everybody there. But um, one really inspiring moment was when I saw like they did the gender reveal with them, party poppers and you know, the colour came out, but I saw my uncle who yeah. normally doesn't show much emotion, but he's you know, I saw him grabbing a little handkerchief and, you know, wiping a tear from his eye, so that's something that was very, you know, like uh, opening to me, like seeing seeing him shed some emotion. Yeah. And just seeing the family that day was very uh, sentimental yeah that's beautiful i asked this question because i want people to be present and pay attention to what they do in their lives yeah because i often have the feeling that we think a lot about the past and we think a lot about the future yeah but we forget to pay attention to what's actually happening well, as it's happening yeah yeah because the less the lessons we learn they happen in the present moment yeah and for sure yeah that's beautiful what do you think of the gender reveal thing? Like, it was the it was probably the first one I've attended actually. So, um, you're having the parents not know, they did so they didn't know until they, they didn't popped. Know either. Yeah, they didn't know, so they outsourced. So that so they they gave the letter to my cousin, and she knew, and then she organized everything for them. So they were surprised on as they popped it as well. So and when is it, boy or girl? It was a girl, and I think that's what they wanted or preferred, so they were, they were happy, though. everybody was very happy. Yeah. Oh, that's super exciting. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. First of all, two men talking about yoga. Yeah. That, yeah, kind of goes against what how we perceive yoga in today's world. So, yeah, what brought you to yoga and what brought you to then doing you? 200-hour yoga teacher training. Yeah, sure. Um, so I started quite a while ago. It might have been eight or nine years ago in terms of starting yoga. And for me at first, it was very much, you know, yoga on the mat and the physical side of things. Uh, I'd always been, you know, into sports and the gym and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was at first just an 
a class that was offered at the gym. Yeah. But one of the very first ones I did was actually uh, a Christian Ralston class and it was power yoga in a heated room and I couldn't do like most of the, the <laughs> postures and by the end of it I was wrecked. But from then like that experience and I knew that from a physical point of view like it really pushed me and that's what I loved about it. And at first, like for the first few years, it was always on and off um not too regularly and uh but as i progressed with my yoga practice and you get exposed to the other side of 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 yoga so off the mat the philosophy you know that that mind body connection the spiritual side of things that really grew with me and that led me to the path of hey there's much more to this than just the physical aspect and I could see how others could benefit and I think that's why um, as with a lot of the people that were at the training they a lot of it is them wanting to help others so uh, that led me to the to the path of taking the teacher training course so. yeah and when you first enrolled like I personally I was like yeah I wanted to do it because I wanted to teach mm. and uh, yeah, what did you expect coming here? Like, it was it was quite unique. I think, yeah, you commit. It's a big commitment you take. Definitely, yeah. It's it's four weeks you spend every single day with the same people in one room, doing yoga, talking about yoga, and yeah, talking about yourself and being confronted with yourself. Yeah. So, what did you expect coming here? I think I tried to come in with an open mind and didn't, I actually didn't know too much of the specifics as to what would happen. So a lot of it, um, surprised me in terms of being able to take us out of our comfort zone, um, in terms of the different aspects and workshops they had. So that really, you know, pushed me, uh, and, what I really wanted to get out of it is just to develop. I'm always look, striving to kind of be a better version of myself. So through the throughout the whole experience, uh, there were quite a lot of moments where yeah, I could feel or I could sense that that development come through. Yeah. yeah. What was the, the biggest kind of aha moment for you? Like where you were like, yeah, when you, yeah, what was the biggest thing you felt like, shit, I understand this for the first time, or this was like, I got such a huge insight from this, like, what was it? I really liked the session where we spoke about the Gita. Yeah. So I had read it uh, prior to the training, but it's one of those texts where you could read it, you know, five times and you'll get five different things from it or much more. Mm. So it was, uh, yeah, just that really like letting go of expectations of, of, um, what we're doing. We're always, you know, mm. constantly doing things to, and to get something in return. Whereas, um, the gear talks about, you know, just letting go of, the expectation and 
and doing things just because that that's your purpose in life so and detaching yourself from the outcome exactly yeah we had incredible teachers oh yeah for sure yeah we we did it at body mind life and i heard about it before that they got good teachers yeah and that they're very renowned but i didn't give it a second thought same here i think uh, and i mentioned it in our closing circle that I really, you know, didn't appreciate how lucky we were with the with the teachers that we got. Um, I just, you know, I had some recommendations from other people and, you know, I knew some of the stuff that worked here. I was like, okay, um, sounds like a good place to go, yeah. do the teacher training. But, yeah, once we got in there, I think we were really discovered. It just blew, it just blew up my mind and yeah. I think it blew everyone's mind. Yeah. It was incredible to see that everyone was so different as well. Like everyone had like, yeah, different experiences in different classes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I find so fascinating about it. Mm. That, yeah, like you do yoga together, but you still have a different experience. Yes. Every person, like we all feel sensation. But everyone is having a different, slightly different experience in their own body. Mm-hmm. And that makes it, I think, it makes it so unique. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I think that's definitely what is special about yoga. So, and in regular, like, public classes, you'll be there with, you know, so many other people, but it's really just you, your mat, and then the teacher that's, that's just there as a conduit for, well, for for this knowledge of yoga, yeah, and you can learn from everyone. Oh, yeah. Like we had such incredible teachers, but what? I, like I think the biggest thing for me that I took out was that, like it's it's it goes way beyond just the practice itself. Yeah, and at the end, everyone can be your teacher. Like. Like, it's basically every person you look, like, every person you interact with, it's like a mirror. Yeah. Like, I'm talking to you now, and you like a mirror, and if I'm talking to someone on the street and they they bring up feelings in me, like, I get frustrated with them, it's a mirror of myself. Yeah. It shows me my limitations, and so it ended up, (laughs) like, leaving this course knowing that every time I talk to someone, I'm, I'm learning. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at the mirror and I see what I'm not or what I am. Yeah. And this is incredible. Like, it only began. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry to backtrack, but what about, um, what brought you to to that stage? Yeah, to, to, to the teacher training. Because you're still very young and, you know, that's quite good that. Yeah, that I start so early. So yeah. it brought me to it. I first, I first came in contact with yoga living in China for five months and there was someone from Sri Lanka and he was a yoga teacher too. Yeah. And I did a couple of sessions with him and that was a good balance to the hard training we were doing. And, but then after I left there, after he left there, I stopped doing it and um then yeah I wasn't giving it much thought anymore and then I started getting into meditation and I started to get into 
breathwork, pranayama. Yeah. And then I moved up here to Sydney and my partner then, she was doing yoga. And she just, yeah, casually asked me if I want to do like an online yoga class with her. And I was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, and I did that once and I, I was like, this is hard. Like I liked sport and I liked feeling sen- like sensation and tingling in my body. Yeah. Like just the kick you get from, from activities. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it kind of hooked me because I didn't just feel, I didn't just feel that it was physically exhausting, but it brought up a lot of mental blocks I was holding from my past. And it got me curious, like, what is this doing? And, um, why is this affecting me that way? And from there on, I could, I could work on my trauma from, from back then. And I always did yoga because it just made me feel great. And over a couple of months, then I started to realize what it actually did for me. Yeah. That was doing more and more. And then I got curious of what is this? Like, why does it make me feel this way and think about more than just, yeah, think beyond the mat? And I was looking in a lot of scientific papers and books for answers. And I came to, and then I was like, okay, I want to do the course. Cause someone asked me if I, I was doing an hour of yoga every day by myself. Yeah. Just practicing, like standing on the mat, looking at the mirror and my housemate then asked me if I would like to do yoga with him. So I taught my first class. Yeah. With and I re- yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, I want to get into teaching and maybe I can get some more answers. Yes. For what I can't explain. And I came here with so many answers, um, so many questions. And I, I left with so many more questions. More questions than you started. Yeah. yeah but I, we also got a framework for that overwhelming curiosity for knowledge and development. We got a framework to prosper and not being overwhelmed with all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I came to the practice and that's how I came to, yeah, do, do my yoga training, my yoga teacher training. Nice. Yeah. And it challenged, it challenged me personally a lot and I would like to know what, what was the biggest challenge for you during the four weeks we had together? Oh, wow. Yes. Um, like not just physically, also what was it emotionally? Like, yeah. Yeah. I was if actually, you would like to share. Yeah, of course. Um, I was actually surprised that, uh, I think because we had a smaller group, uh, compared to maybe what the teacher trainings have been in the past. We have, we built that, uh, open environment where we were able to share a bit more than maybe other teacher trainees in the past. So I, I was definitely surprised at uh, getting emotional towards the end because I didn't expect myself to, to be that way just from, you know, me in general life. I, I tend to be, not closed off, but just not outwardly 
open with with some of my emotions so uh that towards the end was definitely difficult and i think it's because we built such a good connection with everybody there it was a little bit you know bittersweet when we were coming towards the end it was, yeah. and it four weeks it sounds like a long time but it just flew by like but like and yeah towards the end just seeing where we were at and it just kind of felt like we're just beginning as well yeah i don't know if you felt that way but after the course you're like i've learned so much but now i feel like a beginner again in a sense yeah totally i i'm i know what you mean it's like we built this like beautiful environment of like vulnerability for everyone and everyone could truly speak their mind and their emotion and yeah it was yeah it was bittersweet finishing the course like you wanted to continue practicing every day with yes. everyone but on the other side yeah you it's only the start of a journey and it'll take time for the course to actually sink in definitely yeah there was a lot of knowledge jam packed into the four weeks yeah uh, so it was quite I did feel it was quite intense, but I don't think I'd have it any other way. Does that makes sense? Uh, mm. Just focusing on one task. So in the past, I was a serial multitasker. So I'd try to do, you know, a hundred things at once, but having that focus just on yoga for, for one month was, I think, really, really valuable. Yeah. Let's, I just think let's go back to what you said the biggest aha moment was for you, the Gita. Yeah. Because for me personally, this was probably the this three-hour session we had with Noel that hit home for me as well, yeah. that hit home for me the most. Like yeah. that's when yeah, you talk about the spark you get. And that's when I felt like, okay, I got this like... I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Yeah. But I feel like I understand so much more now after just three hours. Yeah. So what was it for you that sparked it? Because you read the, the Gita before. And mm. for me, it was all about inspiration. Yeah. So I didn't read it before. Yeah. And then we had that talk with her. And I first looked at the book and I've read like across it. Yeah. And I... I don't know, it wasn't that interesting to me. Yeah. And then we had that talk. And I think that's what inspiration is. Like, sometimes you have so many books to read and people suggest you books and you don't end up reading them. Yeah. Because you don't feel inspired. There's no reason for it. But we had that talk and after it, I was like, yep, like, I'm going to read it. And I read it within like two nights. Yeah, yeah. Because there was like such a spark. So what was that for you that you say, this was the session that really hit home for me? Yeah. Okay. I think I'd been spending a lot of time over the past year or two thinking about purpose. or And in yoga philosophy and the Gita, they call it Dharma. So like, why why am I here or like um, and it was linked to obviously um, my work so I'd been my background is in in finance and accounting 
been doing that for the past 10 years. And with my previous employer, who I've been with five years, I, I was made redundant. But the I had a, quite a lot of notice or, um, you know, a lot of time to think and dwell on what to do next. And I, you know, I'm still figuring that out as I go along. But uh, with that, I kind of, and having read the Gita, you know, during that time of, of thinking, and it really forced me to think about, you know, what really is my purpose? How can I add value to the world? Um, like, is what I'm currently doing the only thing or, you know, that's partly why I, why I decided to do the teacher training because I want to help share uh, this with those around me, the yoga with the uh, people around me. So you ask deeper questions of who you are. Yeah, and and what what should I be doing or what is my purpose? So similar to the to what Arjuna is doing in, in the story, like yeah. Yeah. Maybe you wanna share quickly what the Gita is about with yeah. us. Because yeah, sure. just like because you feel I feel like you're very inspired by by it that you like say, okay, this hit home for me and I feel like because people look for purpose. Like yeah. Like, I feel like we can only feel whole, complete mm. when we look for purpose. Yeah. Or when we feel a sense of purpose. So maybe you want to quickly explain, like, what the story is and what inspired you about it. Yeah, sure. I mean, the story is basically in ancient times, it was um, a battle. They're, they're about to go into battle. So Arjuna, um, who's the... Yes, we'll call the main character of, of the, the story is riding on his chariot about to go into battle um, goes into the middle of the battlefield and then has a moment there and stops and looks around at, at um, his opponent who's, who also happens to be you know like a family or you know people that he knows and he doesn't want to go into battle, so he's questioning. So he turns to uh, Krishna, who is in an embodied form there, and, and asks, you know, for guidance. And then it's it's basically a conversation between the two, and yeah. and Krishna imparting um, his wisdom. Krishna uh, being God, yeah, uh, uh, a God um, there, but but basically. Uh, Arjuna is trying to seek answers as to what should he do. Yeah. And then Krishna is saying, well, everybody has their purpose, but, um, and at the end, you know, he leaves it up to, to Arjuna to decide, but, uh, they go through, through, you know, how to, all the different aspects of how to live a, meaningful life i guess during it and there's a lot in there to unpack but and i'm by no means an expert but, uh, yeah. but that's 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 the basics of of that story but um it's someone who's contemplating their decisions or what to do next and uh, mm. seeking guidance and i think what is so beautiful about it is like you said arjuna is asking questions and the nice thing is, the questions that Juno is asking 
are the ones that you would like to ask. Yeah. I think it's very pliable almost to your own life. It's very... Yeah, and it's amazing that this is an ancient text, but you can apply it to today's time. It's just like, wow. Yeah, and it's like sometimes the stuff it talks about is... Yeah, you, you almost... You almost see yourself there. Like it's very... Yeah, it takes you into like that little bubble of being yourself and asking yourself the questions and like reinforcing the connection you you have with yourself. Yeah. And that goes so much further. Yeah, then and you you read the book and you kind of like okay, I can like build up on this. I can work with this. Yeah. It gives it's very energizing, don't you think? Oh, definitely. It's one of those, one of those things. Yeah, powerful books. Yeah, I think I think that everybody can take something out of it, even if they, you know, whether they practice yoga or not. Mm. Yeah, let's move circle around from. We talked a lot about philosoph- uh, philosophy, mm-hmm. and it's definitely one part of yoga. But the biggest one, I think, that people think would what yoga is is the physical aspect yeah and yeah how was the the training for you in terms of like what physical challenges did you have yeah. and then also what were your biggest accomplishments like you came into this training and what did you expect where did, what do you expect to your practice to go from when yeah. you first came sure i think coming into it i was actually okay with with being like, okay, I'm probably the worst practitioner here or I don't mind if I'm not as good as everyone else as long as I get better in my own practice towards the end. Um, But I think maybe a lot of us came in with that mindset as well. Like, okay, we weren't sure whether we can, you know, meet the physical standards. But by far, it's one, one of, it was one of the most challenging physical things I've ever done. I don't know if you feel the same way, Silas, but... I had big challenges. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you think about it, four weeks straight, in the morning we do a two-hour class. Like, that's unheard of outside. Like, most people, like, I, I never practiced more than 90 minutes at most, but more regularly one hour so i wasn't quite sure whether i can i can really make it but even after the first day i think you saw me with like a little heat patch on the back (laughs) if you remember that i was like i must have you know pinched a nerve or something and i was like oh no this is only day one yeah but you know i recovered from that and and even the afternoon sessions are quite can be quite grueling like learning how to be in proper alignment or you know yeah when we had the alignment sessions in the afternoon where we did one pose for an hour exactly you had to hold it for so long (laughs) that's when you really learn what it should feel like and uh, but after after the course you you realize that you're going to miss these two hour sessions like practices and you get 
you get stronger, you get more flexible, obviously. And the way that they develop you and push you throughout the course, I think, really prepares you to kind of... Yeah, you, you learn your, your balance. Like, I think every one of us pushed too hard at, like, some point in the training. Yeah, there every, were some injuries along the way and yeah, people... Yeah, like, I personally had one... Yeah, and then, like, yeah, you push too much and then people... You could see that people at different stages during the course came to find the the balance between ease and effort. I think that was quite unique to see. Yeah, and our teachers were quite good at, I guess, pulling us back from our egos, which was another thing that I, you know, I took away from there. Mm. Like, even you know, kicking up into certain poses when you're not ready, and I guess that's transferable not to, you know, just lessons on the mat, even off the mat, like having the patience and being content with where you are at that stage. Yeah. That was a, a big takeaway for me as well. Yeah. Do, like what was the moment when you got confronted with your ego in terms <laughs> of the physical practice? Yeah, it was definitely some either inversion or arm balance yeah where i was really i felt i was close but then in came novel <laughs> i was like no put your foot down you know <laughs> it's one of those moments where i was like okay yes i'm not ready yet i really like how she was always saying when she was yelling at it oh rico like <laughs> yeah she was she's great she, yeah, she was, she had such a unique style of teaching. Mm. And I can just relate to, yeah, being confronted with my ego. Yeah. Like, I had a big time. Yeah, so you had, obviously, you sustained an injury during, during the training. How did you yeah. deal with that? Yeah, so I pinched my thoracic nerve in my back about one and a half weeks in. Or was it after the first week? Anyway, I pinched it and it first started just with tingling in my fingers. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just a physical sensation from weight bearing so much on my hands. And um, then it, like over the weekend, I developed like shooting nerve pain from my neck, through my shoulders, down my elbows, into my fingertips. And I couldn't even hold a pen in a... I was able, like before I could have, I could do a handstand before and yeah. I could do arm balances and I could like really push and like, I liked the physical aspect of it. Yeah. So I was really excited to do all this stuff, but then now, then I couldn't like the first week I could barely like put weight on my hands. Yeah. And that was such a big ego thing. Yeah. Cause we just started to practice handstands and yeah. arm balances the stuff i was really looking forward to and i had to be in the morning practice the two hours but i only could sit there and like respect the practice and what i didn't realize is i i was doing it for me like i was asking myself who am i doing this course for yeah like doing a yoga teacher training is for you it's great to, to make the next step with yourself, but if you want to share it with people, it's not about you. 
Yes. And I remember being in the back of the room and like looking around and like seeing all of you guys and I saw 17 people um, practicing and every one of them, every one of you had like their, their own little problems and yeah. their body was so unique and I got to appreciate that and, and look outside of myself and I was like, maybe I wanted to show off with doing the arm balances because I knew I was able to do them. Yeah. So who did I have anything to prove to? And I just started to, okay, I have to really listen to what my body allows me to do, mm. what my body allows me to go. And it started by just, just like, oh, like when you guys did twists, I was only in all fourth position and was just reaching my arm up to the sky on yeah. one side and then on the other. And then, I truly understood the power that yoga can have because it's not always to push. It is coming to the room or like coming on your mat, knowing where you at and then just doing what your body allows you to and yeah. like really listen. Like what you talked about, the, the mind body connection, like really understanding what your body needs. And for me, this was just doing movements, like this tiniest ones I was using props to put under my hip yeah. to do plank. So I didn't have to hold any weight. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, my body started opening up again. I got feeling back in my fingers and I was like, whoa, this is what it is really about. Like you can always do some sort of yoga. Like if you listen to your body, you can always do something. Yeah. And you know when, when to step away. So that was the biggest physical challenge for me. Mm. And I'm still with it, like, too much on my arms. Like, I said to myself, okay, I tried, like, headstand and handstands again. But it, my nerve pain came back. So I decided I'll take a step away from it for at least three months. Yeah. Before I go back into it. But yeah, it's like that was the biggest challenge for me with injury as well. And then you just, I think you learn from it big time. And I was like, first on the weekend it happened, I was like, shit, I can't finish my yoga teacher training. And I, and I like, and I was fully in that mindset that I won't be able to finish it. Yeah. And then I came here Monday and I was there during a two hour practice. And then the first session we had was, Talking about the Gita. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Noel said, um, what was it? Are you touched to outcomes? And I was like, yep, yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, um, I, am I doing to get or am I just doing to do? Yeah. And when she was talking about her own practice as well with how it took her five years to do her first handstand. Yeah. And then how she said, like I can do handstand now, but I will go get to the point where I have to let go again. Like I can't be attached to pose. I have to let go again as well. Yeah, that was yeah that was an interesting comment as well, which yeah. I never really thought about. Like yeah, you think oh, okay, once you get a pose, you've got it. But yeah. then at some stage, your body might go okay, time to let go. Yeah, and you have to be okay with that. And then the challenge 
is something completely different. Like, then the challenge is not getting forward on pushing harder. Then it's really to, to just sit down and like listening to your body and say, okay, like I have to let go of it. It's for my own good. Like, what is the ultimate goal of yoga? Like, to practice, I think, as long as you can and be the best version of yourself. And sometimes you just have to let go. Yeah. Personally, I'm glad that it's still a long way, long way to go for us, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. What was like when you think of, um, like learning all this stuff and becoming a teacher now? Like for the next future, like what teacher do you want to be? Um, like where do you want to take your own practice and how do you want to share everything you learned? Like how do you want to give yourself a voice? Yeah. And definitely the feedback that I received during the course was that uh, in terms of what kind of teacher I, I want to be is mm-hmm. I want to give out you know, alignment proper, getting people giving people the knowledge that we learn like but my issue was you know i'd i'd speak too much i need to provide space for the students so so that kind of comment commented on my teaching style so i want to be able to you know cue cue proper alignment and and make sure uh especially with beginners uh Maybe it's something that I wasn't aware of or, or wanted when I was a beginner. Like that's the type of teacher that I want to be. Mm. Help, help people really feel what it should be like mm. rather than just, you know, come to a class and then just go through the poses. So yeah, I think that's the type of teacher that I will be. Um, yeah. But maybe that will evolve over time. What about yourself? Selves. What I really enjoy is you working with senses. So we had an entire session um, on how, like when we learned how to sequence from there, and then we had a session on what else is there around the class. Like you, okay, you have meditation, you have breath work, you have asanas, you have um, the like the practice, but you have the five senses you perceive it with and how you build, like you give people an experience. And that like, I think that's what I want to, like that's the kind of teacher I want to be. I want to help, like I want to play with people's senses to help them put them back in their bodies. Like with phones, we, we like our focus, our drishti is all over the place and our minds are, we're not able to focus anymore. They jumping around and we often not, not connected to the rest of our body. The rest that is attached to us from the neck down. Yeah. Basically. We're not that coordinated. So I want to help people to get an experience of how they could feel, like give them a little glimpse of what they like, how they perceive things, you know, how through, through breathing, through like focusing, like seeing through hearing through feeling with like you play with the heat that's something i haven't done before Mm. like those really hot practices we did 30 degree practices yeah 
I haven't done stuff like this before, but it gives you a different experience in your own body, like having the heat and then how you, what you do with Shavasana and how, how intention setting is important. And when you then integrate philosophy and people's minds are open to receive it, it can really hit home. Like, yeah. yeah. You remember when, when we had the sessions with Rachel in the oh, morning yeah. and she, she really integrated the yoga sutras and yeah. the philosophy and you're in such a state where you're able to, the stuff actually, you perceive it and you understand it because you're doing it. You do what she's talking about. And I think I want to, I don't, yeah, I want to go down the way of giving people an experience. That's a long answer for such yeah, a question. That's, yeah, that's, that's the teacher yeah, I'm going to be. I can picture that with you. Yeah. And this is, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, another question I, I was very curious, or like that we had to answer on our last day was, what is one piece of advice you've learned during the last four weeks you would give to someone else? You remember that on the last day? Yeah. Yeah. Is this in context of uh, possible future teachers or just people in general? Hmm, maybe if you have... I would like to do it generally, but if you have something for yoga generally. teacher trainings for yeah. people who are practicing yoga, mm. what is it for people who are practicing yoga? What would you say to someone that is practicing it and wants to deepen their practice? What would you say to them? Definitely this, the 200 hour training will, will take your practice to the next level and whatever that means for your practice it, mm. it could be different for for um, each individual but if you're thinking about you know how can I take my yoga to the next level even if you don't intend on teaching mm. this training itself will definitely help you develop that I think yeah and what is someone in general like something like you've learned a lot about yourself i guess during mm. those four weeks yeah that's, what that's is cool. something like one piece of advice you would give to anyone yeah from what you've learned it would be to to just pause wherever you are and have a ask yourself like these questions or at at any point like ask the deeper questions ask ask the why you know why is it you do what you do yeah and then that will set you off down another road but i think um a lot of people today are just constantly in emotion and they don't even realize that they're just you know this routine or it's just constant, but they don't take the time to pause mm. and really have a think about w what they want to do and how can they really be happy or are they happy at the moment. Yeah. I think that's really important. So for you, it's 
yeah, telling someone, take a breath, basically. Yeah. Look at what you're doing mm. and see if you, like, ask the deeper question. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Wow. What about, what about yourself? What, what I would give advice? to people, mm. one piece of advice. <laughs> um, I'm quoting Noel again. <laughs> so, and it was again in this, in the Gita session, and it was what she started with. It was, she said, um, you can pick up a book and you can read about fire. You can walk down the street and you can smell a fire. You can walk around the corner and you, you can see the flame, but not till you actually made the fire, you fully understand it. So deeper levels of knowledge, like if you think you understand something, look again. And even then, if you made the fire, like you can still touch it and you burn yourself and you experience it yeah. on a deeper level. Or you wait till the fire burned down and you have the ash and this, and then the ash turns into something else. Like it's just like, Yeah, if you think you understand something, just look again. Mm. Yeah, that that was that thing that really hit home for me. And yeah, that's what I would say to everyone else. And I think especially now with uh, like with the situation with COVID right now, and people are going in such extremes with like. I'm anti, I'm pro-COVID, like yeah. it's just black and white. And yeah, we don't, we always think we understand something and we stick to those like mindsets. We've, yeah, we, we don't genuinely try to understand the other side. Like we read the book about fire, but we're not genuinely trying to make it mm. to understand it fully. And this is like, you can apply the analogy of fire to everything, to relationships, to politics, to yeah. your own practice. Like, yeah, I really, um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Is there anything you would like? you want to share with people from the teacher training you think we haven't talked about? Mm. I mean, I know we could probably talk, you know, for hours on this. Uh, we get all the time um, in the world. But um, <laughs> I think we've covered quite a lot of stuff, but quite good. Yeah. Good. And good I mean, yeah, we didn't even touch on, on a lot of the topics we, we had in the, during the training. Like we talked about philosophy now a lot and the practice and what we want to do with it. But yeah. We learned so much more. We learned about anatomy. Mm. We've learned about nutrition. Yeah. You remember when we had the Tabita coming in and just absolutely blowing our minds yeah. <laughs> for three hours straight. Um, yeah. What else? Did, what else? Yeah. It's all yoga. What else did we talk about? Finding your voice, the voice, and how to hold a space as teachers. Are you 
I think what I quickly realized was doing yoga and then teaching are two different ball games. Like, you know, you can be a good yoga practitioner, but that doesn't mean, you know, you're automatically a good teacher. Yeah. In a yoga teacher sense. Because it's not about you anymore. Exactly. Yeah. How did you, what do you think holding space is for someone? Like you said, you said you really learned what it meant to yeah. hold space. So what did you think was it before and then what did it become? I think it's really about the awareness of the pe the students, the people you're teaching. And, and like you said, it's not about you anymore. It's about them mm. being, being aware of, you know, people's states, state of mind. You know, everybody comes in uh, onto the mat with their own, you know, different issues or, and you just have to kind of take, look around, make sure your eyes are open to, to see what people need or what they don't need. And maybe they need a bit more space. Maybe they need a bit more queuing or less. So you kind of have to work with what's out there rather than just, I'm going to come in with this sequence and, you know, say everything xyz you know you have to adapt and and really look around and i think what you were saying with um working on the senses is is would be really powerful as well to yeah. the space self-awareness yeah that's great yeah do you, what was it for you before how do you think you were holding space before i think i wasn't as I just wasn't aware, like, uh, getting up there to teach just at first because you, you're not experienced and you just want to make sure you, you remember mm. what you're going to say next because yeah. that was very hard. <laughs> uh, but after you get over that initial hurdle, yeah, then you get to see your students and yeah. um, make it about them. Yeah. So, yeah, holding space. What else did we, did we talk about in the training? What other aspects of yoga did we learn about? Mm. We had a lot about, yeah, like, I really like the ancient teachings about like, the chakras, oh, yeah. the bandhas, um, and then like, yeah, like I'm very science-focused mind. It was very hard to hear for me. Yeah. I think something else I also realized is what what faith means during the course, like or like faith or trust. You know, like you 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 don't always understand something, but you um, like that is what faith means. Like believing in what you can't see, what you can't understand, and you don't have to explain it for for something to be true or like. Um, You know, like if it if it is working for you, like you don't have to explain it. Like, yeah, that's something I learned. Yeah, let's maybe slowly bring it to an end. Or is there anything else you want to add on? Well, that was good. Good session. Always great to chat with you. Yeah, this. I appreciate that too. Like, that is something I really loved during the training the connections you build with others. Mm, being around like-minded 
people. So yeah. It was really yeah. special. Yeah. So maybe at the end to round it up, like what besides yoga teaching are you doing? And is there anything like how can people support you, co connect to you? Yeah. Um, so outside of yoga, one of my other passions is, is videography. So, and you, I tried to blend that in with that video we made for the group. But, yeah. um, so, and it was a couple of years ago that I started like a wedding film business. And of course, the wedding industry has taken a big hit over the last couple of years. So it hasn't gone too far, but so I've got a uh, kind of a wedding film business. Um, so that's at three chapters films on Instagram. Yeah. And maybe give me a follow. And, uh, as well, I do intend on creating some content, some yoga content on my YouTube channel, mm. which has previously been mainly travel related. But it, again, it's back to making videos and, yeah. and that's something. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll it, that's just at Rico Srioyudi, but maybe we can add that in the, the show notes or something. Yeah. Put it in a subscription yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Thank you for being so open to chat with me and share your experience and yeah really i really appreciate you and um yeah i think we'd be in touch like in a friendship for long for sure after for sure, this man. training yeah no that's yeah. this has been really good man. i think we both can only recommend body mind life and uh and their teacher training and also their classes um If it is something, if you want to really like, yeah, learn more about yourself, they're very, they just such good teachers yeah. and they created such a beautiful space, um, for people to discover themselves and connect to like-minded people. And yeah, immensely grateful that they gave us the room here today to record the podcast and share our experience and lessons with you guys and yeah thanks for listening to this point and thank you again Rico for for coming on and having a chat with me thank you